The Jet Set Breakfast on SAFM. Destination unknown. That's Bongezwe Mabandla. I like that song, Zange. And Coolio and Timberland, I'll be around. Welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Yes, it is. It is. It's me, Bertha Charuma, in for Michelle. And this morning, coming live from the Mopani Rest Camp in the Kruger National Park. And um, we get to find out a lot about Kruger National Park. We were just talking with Tabiseng, um, my producer, this side when we're driving that can you believe it someone came up with this concept right where they took this piece of land it is vast i mean from one camp to the other you can drive up to a hundred kilometers from one camp to the other or you can drive up to 200 kilometers in the space in the same space that's gated it had to take big vision huge vision and also, in the same breath, uh, getting to find out that um, there are heritage sites that you can visit. And um, there's a lot that we need to learn about the Kruger National Park. It's not just about the big five, the animals and, and all that. Um, it is a whole lot more. But we'll get to unpack all that um, in a bit right here on Jet Set Breakfast. And also we'll be talking to Sun Park's archaeologist, Dr. Ndukuya Kentlovu. And he gets to tell us about, you know, the how iron was made and where it all started can you believe it it was started right here in this kruger national park um i found that quite fascinating also coming up crow launches um annual calendar in efforts to raise funds for the organization to continue with its wildlife rehabilitation work and also we'll be touching base with our arts and crafts that's um arts basically house of pink volume two returning to the market theater stages for four nights only from the 27th to the 30th of October uh, directed by Lebohang Toko and of course your questions your comments for Petrolhead that's Nico Smith let's talk about your cars uh, which car are you driving I still stand by my cheapest vehicle if I could and I've always said I don't know why Kia Picanto guys yeah that's the car that I'm going to drive the basic basic 1.3 where you put in a thousand rand and it can take you the whole month <laughs> driving from spot to spot. Also in the same process, don't forget to send us your big fat juicy on our WhatsApp line. And um, our WhatsApp line is 0614104107. Or maybe you want to share some insights, you want to comment uh, on some of the conversations that we are going to be engaging on this morning. You may do so. And maybe you want to actually come through and call us directly. You can give us a call on 086-000-2032. But coming up in the show, our first conversation uh, focusing on environment. So following the recent call for urgent financial support with an unprecedented positive response, the Center for Rehabilitation for Wildlife Crow this week launched its annual calendar. And our guest, Clint um, uh, Halkett Sedal, Operations Director of Crow, is going to join us in the conversation. And uh, he is online. Good morning, Clint. Good morning, Bertha. Good morning to listeners. And welcome to Jet Set Breakfast. Thank you. So getting straight to the point, I know that, um, you know, um, you, there is a, you know, I would say photographs that were taken um, 
with the intention to raise funds. And when they were taken, they were donated, and the intention is to raise funds. Can you break that down uh, for us, you know, in, in, in briefly? Yes, 100%. So uh, for the last 13 years, Crow has uh, partnered with Compass Care um, to create our annual wildlife calendars. Um, I must say every year I say the calendar can't get any better and every year tops the next year. So this year is actually themed from dusk to dawn and features absolutely stunning wildlife photographs um, of our wildlife taken through, through you know, sunset, sunrise and, and at dusk or dawn. So beautiful, beautiful photographs. And the funds raised over the years have gone towards uh, many different projects, such as uh, the three rescue and release vehicles, as well as our education vehicle that we have uh, at Crow, as well as upgrades to many enclosures. Uh, we've just built our operation theater um, with the funding from the last year's calendar, or the year before's calendar. And then last year and this year's calendar, the funding is actually going towards um, trying to you know, help us decrease our, our costs on electricity and water. So we're going to be using it to, to finance some solar, so solar systems as well as uh, add to our current rainwater harvesting systems that we have on property. That's Clint that we're talking to. Clint, um, let's just take a small break and we will be back. And we are talking, Clint is Operations Director of Crow. And um, basically the spotlight is on environment following the recent call for urgent financial support uh, with, you know, positive response. And the Center for Rehabilitation of Wildlife uh, just basically trying to f uh, fundraise so that they can uh, look after animals uh, that are endangered. Let's take a small break. We'll be back. Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. And I'm talking to our guest, Clint um, Halkett Siddle, Operations Director of Crow. Uh, Clint, welcome back. Thank you, Bertha. So we, you were just explaining how, uh, you, you know, the photographs are then donated and, of course, the intention or uh, the purpose thereof. Now, in... Ever since you know the you know the start of this project, has it been working? Have you really achieved what you're trying to achieve here? Yes, definitely. Our, our calendar campaign is always successful. Um, some years better than others. Last year, we managed to sell out of uh, the four and a half thousand calendars that we, we produced. Um, so this year, we have upped the game uh, together with Compass, and we're producing five thousand calendars. So we're hoping to sell out. Um, as I said, it does go towards projects, but it also a uh, portion thereof goes towards operational costs, which um, is always difficult to find funding to cover the operational side of things. Um, and, and definitely this year we're, we're going, putting it into solar, you know, decreasing our overhead. Um, our electricity and water bill alone each month is around about 50000 So, you know, if we can reduce that to, to a minimum, um, we can cut costs and save quite a lot um, and, and keep the projects going. And what have been the challenges, if at all any? that you faced? Yes, so definitely, um, you know, Crow is quite an intensive operation. We rescue between three and 4,000 wild animals every year. Um, and we rescue every single species of wildlife. We've got what permits for our threatened and protected species, both marine and terrestrial. Um, so we cover the whole of KwaZulu-Natal. So obviously so it's quite an intensive operation. And with the COVID um, in 2020, 2022, we rely actually quite a lot on the income from our international volunteer program, which went from about an 80% capacity straight down to zero overnight. Um, and we have been struggling to get back on our feet ever since that. Um, also with our education program being cut, uh, you know, we do a lot of free education. We've reached over 160,000 learners in the last 14 years since we revamped our, our educational program. 
Um, but there are some paying schools and, and we lost out on that income. So we got to a point about two and a half, three weeks ago where we actually announced that we only had reserves uh, to see us through uh, for the next 10 months. And um, the support that has come through since our call, our, our you know, emergency appeal, has been absolutely phenomenal. We are um, really blown away by the support and the donations that have come in. Um, we're not out of the woods yet, but we have um, secured much needed time to you know, get back on our feet and, and get all those um, funding operations in terms of our volunteer program, education, um, as well as <clears throat> other, other pro programs going to, to generate income um, to keep us going for the next 43 years. We did celebrate our 43rd anniversary this last August, so we are the, uh, South Africa's oldest wildlife rehabilitation center. Wow. And tell me, just out of interest, what, which animals are more at risk or rather that need more protection, you know, ever since you working in this kind of an environment? Yes, definitely. So obviously, you know, there's a lot of species that are persecuted um, unjustly, like reptiles and snakes. Um, the majority of snakes in South Africa are actually harmless. So, um, not, you know, uh, snakes are actually good to keep around because they, they control our vermin populations. But with the urbanization, um, especially here in KwaZulu-Natal, you know, it's expanding so quickly, you find a lot of habitat loss. So it's not really as much your threatened and protected species um, that, that are obviously at risk, but there's also your smaller species that, that call our green belts uh, home. Uh, things like genets, gussies, um, a lot of other species, small dikers like the blue diker, which is actually a top or threatened and protected species. Um, so a lot of the, the urban dwelling animals that, that call our green belts home find themselves in warehouses, uh, find themselves in the, the streets. You know, 90% of the animals that come through our doors are due to some form of human interference, whether it be hit by a car, attacked by a dog, um, shot by a pellet gun. Unfortunately, there is a lot of that happening in our urban areas. Um, so, so you know, the, I think a lot of the species in our urban environment, we do rescue animals in Zululand, all the way down to the south coast, um, some of your other species, but um, the majority come from our urban areas. And I see that you, do, you don't get any assistance whatsoever from the government. I mean, what would be your plea? Yes, so, so basically, you know, you can support us in many ways. You can go onto our website, which is www.crokzn.co.za. You can find our merchandise there. Our calendars will be up soon on our, on our website, but in the meantime, you can call our offices if you'd like to support us that way. Um, we've also got a 1,100 club where you can donate as little as 50 rand per month, um, and that goes a long way towards sustainability for the organization, as well as uh, one-source donations or even come through and volunteer. We always need the extra hands. Mm. Just out of interest, let's say, for instance, in a year, what would be the budget that you would expect to make sure you're running um, efficiently? Sure. So as I did say, it is a very intensive operation. We do have a lot of overheads, you know, our rescue vehicles with the fuel prices going up, etc. Um, and I did mention the, the cost of electricity and water per month. So we, we average between 300 and 350,000 rand a month on operational costs. So you're looking at around about 4 million per year. Um, we, we obviously, as I said, about 50% of our overheads actually got covered by our international volunteer program, which thankfully is picking up again. Um, but, but we do need to get it to a point where it's a lot higher. Um, and then those monthly donations, definitely, no matter how small, all add up and, and make a big contribution towards our sustainability. 
Clint, thank you so much for joining us right here on Jet Set Breakfast. And let's hope in the near future people become more conscious and they do the right thing. Because I can just imagine with the population right now, we are what, at 60 million? Chances are you'll get, let's say, half of that. That can contribute. If we were all to just contribute a rand, that would really go a, a mile and a half just it's just a suggestion. Not that it will happen, but it's just a suggestion. But thank you so much for joining us thank on Jet Set Breakfast. Thank you, Bertha, and enjoy your time in Cougar National Park. I'm loving it. <laughs> Creaming it, literally. Thank you so much. Clint Halkett <laughs> Siddle, uh, Operations Director of Crow. And uh, we need to look after our environment. And, you know, for everything, for the ecosystem to be well balanced, we need some of the animals that we suspect are dangerous. But you know what? It's just like in any animal kingdom. You keep in your lane, I keep in my lane. So if they're lions, keep in let them stay in their lane and as human beings we stay in our lane but anyway uh coming up next uh, today in history and uh this week in africa with james hall um he's uh, the uh, historian and founder of www.africatodayyesterday.org coming up next